This is News Today with WDW News Today. I'm Tom Corliss of WDWNT.com. Please like this video, subscribe, and hit the notifications bell to make sure you never miss the latest from the Disney theme parks around the world. But here now the news for August 10th, 2023. Disney Parks Resorts have experienced a decent improvement over the previous quarter, announcing a 13% jump in revenue to $8.3 billion. Segment operating income increased by 11% to $2.4 billion. Higher operating results for the quarter uh, reflected increases in Disney's international parks and resorts, which were partially offset by lower results at domestic operations and, to a lesser extent, the merchandise licensing business. While Disney Parks and Resorts have overall seen a strong increase in the third quarter of 2023 over the previous cycle, uh, this is being attributed again to strong performances from the international destinations and the Disney Cruise Line. Domestically, the situation has been a little more disappointing. At the Walt Disney World Resort, attendance dropped while higher costs and lower volumes were blamed for lackluster performance. The Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is also causing, quote, accelerated depreciation as it permanently closes, uh, though the company does plan to write off $300 million from the process. Disney Vacation Club has also been experiencing lower unit sales. I'm not sure in all my years of covering uh, Disney Parks and Resorts, I have ever heard them say that Disney Vacation Club is down. That is a first at least, uh, I think. Uh, CEO Bob Iger was still positive about the American parks, stating Disneyland had slight increases, while Walt Disney World is still performing better than it did before 2020. Walt Disney World, again, still performing well above pre-COVID levels, 21% higher in revenue and 29% higher in operating income compared to fiscal year 2019, adjusting for the Star Cruiser accelerated depreciation. And following a number of recent changes uh, we've implemented, said Iger, we continue to see positive guest experience ratings in our theme parks, including Walt Disney World, and positive indicators for guests looking to book future visits. This includes strong demand for our newly returned annual passes. At Disneyland Resort, higher attendance and increased guest spending were largely offset by higher costs driven by inflation. Guest spending growth was primarily due to an increase in average ticket prices. The international parks revenue was up 94% from the previous year. Higher operating results at international parks and resorts were due to growth at Shanghai Disney Resort and to a lesser extent, Hong Kong Disneyland Resort. The increase at Shanghai Disney was due to the park being open for all of the current quarter compared to three days in the prior year quarter as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. Higher operating results at Hong Kong Disneyland Resort were due to guest spending growth and higher volumes, partially offset by increased costs driven by inflation. Guest spending growth was primarily due to an increase in average ticket prices and higher volumes were attributable to increases in attendance and occupied room nights. Results at Hong Kong Disneyland reflected the park being open for 72 days in the current quarter compared to just 54 in the prior quarter, again, due to COVID. Growth of the Disney Cruise Line was due to an increase in passenger cruise days, partially offset by higher costs associated with ongoing fleet expansion and increased depreciation. The Walt Disney Company has assembled an AI task force to evaluate the future use of artificial intelligence in movies, theme parks, and more, according to Reuters. Reuters noted that the task force was formed before the Writers Guild of America went on strike, partially due to the use of AI technology. The company is seeking to hire 11 AI-related roles, including inside Walt Disney Imagineering. They are also aiming to use advertising team, uh, the advertising team to create a next-generation AI-powered ad system Former Disney CEO Bob Chapek used to refer to their explorations into the metaverse or virtual reality as next-gen storytelling. The team was disbanded shortly after Chapek was replaced. 
For its parks business, AI could enhance customer support or create novel interactions, said the second source, as well as former Disney Imagineer who declined to be identified by Reuters because he was not authorized to speak publicly. The former Imagineer pointed to Project Kiwi, which used machine learning techniques to create Baby Groot, a small free-roaming robot that mimics the Guardians of the Galaxy characters' movements and personality. Project Kiwi started about three years ago to figure out how we can bring our smaller characters to life at the actual scale in authentic ways, said Scott Lavalley of R&D. It's an exciting time for bipedal robotics with an incredible team and our combination of technology, artistry, and magic. We're bringing characters to life that could not have happened anywhere but Disney. Project Kiwi's Baby Groot underwent playtesting at Disneyland Resort earlier this year with guests. Notably, Disney Imagineering, Imagineering forayed into AI in 2022 with D309, the AI concierge droid on the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. The technology was still in playtest mode, and the Galactic Star Cruiser, of course, is permanently closing, um, but it worked pretty well. I will tell you, I'll say this right here and now, D309 is one of my favorite guest experiences of all time. Go watch the video. We filmed every interaction we had with her. Um, I think not only did it work flawlessly, the character was so well written and interacted in such a way where it really had heart and you fell in love with the character. And I think that speaks for what um, this technology can do, right? Obviously you still need humans to develop the storytelling aspects and the technology. Um, so we're not taking humans out of the equation, but the ability to have a character that in real time can interact with a human and basically interact perfectly to anything they say is, uh, it's incredible technology. D309, one of the coolest things I've ever seen. But. Regardless, back to the story. When speaking of artificial intelligence, Dawson Dill, senior R&D of Walt Disney Imagineering uh, and creative lead for D309 said, I think Imagineering traditionally and ever and forever has always been looking at cool new ways to elevate things. I think we see an opportunity with some of this technology to make more personalized connections and have ones that are more also connected uh, uh, to an evolving story. So as you see more and more immersive storytelling like Star Cruiser, having characters that take different forms and want to engage in those same persistent ways, you're going to need a platform like this. The 2024 Walt Disney World Marathon weekend medals featuring Mickey and friends have been revealed by Run Disney. Uh, the 5K is what you're looking at now, where you could put one paw in front of the other as Pluto joins runners in a doggone exciting time for the Walt Disney World 5K. Runners will have an unforgettable time on a fetching 3.1-mile course that's perfect for the entire family. There's also the Walt Disney World 10K, where you get ready to have double the fun as Chip and Dale join runners for the Walt Disney World 10K. Runners will go nuts on a 6.2-mile adventure and say chip, chip, hooray for this medal. Boy. The Walt Disney World Half Marathon. And while you ought to gear up for the Walt Disney World Half Marathon with our fine-feathered friends Donald and Daisy Duck, runners will flock to the 13.1-mile course and fly to the finish line to earn this finisher medal. And for the full Walt Disney World Marathon, they're rounding things out uh, with a, their hosts, Mickey and Minnie, joining runners for the Walt Disney World Marathon. Go the distance through a 26.2-mile course to earn this exciting finisher medal. Run Disney also announced the themes for the 2024 Springtime Surprise Races and a new post-race event at Typhoon Lagoon. Runners take flight for the first uh, event of the race weekend with the Neverland 5K. Join favorite characters from Disney Animation's Peter Pan for a magical 3.1-mile run that will take you toward the second start of the right and straight on till morning to find the finish line. 
The finish line must be explored. Runners join The Adventure is Out There 10K for an exhilarating 6.2-mile race inspired by Disney and Pixar's Up. Encounter some beloved characters like Russell, Doug, Carl, and even Kevin amidst a course inspired by South American landscapes and a sky of balloons. It's the main event you've been waiting for, the Hakuna Matata 10-miler, an epic running journey inspired by Disney Animation's The Lion King. From savannas and jungles to Pride Rock and Hakuna Matata Falls, join Simba, Timon, and Pumbaa on, the, uh, on this roaring run where the rhythm of African drums and the spirit of the circle of life will guide you to the finish line. And if you're up for an out-of-this-world challenge, say hello to Stitch's Ohana Challenge, inspired by Disney Animation's Lilo and Stitch, where uh, completing all the Run Disney Springtime Surprise Weekend races, the 5K, the 10K, and the 10-miler, will earn you not just bragging rights, but a special medal honoring the magic of togetherness, where no one and no adventure is left behind. As well, the new post-race event is the Springtime Surprise Splash at Typhoon Lagoon. It costs $85 per person and will take place at 7 p.m. on April 21st, 2024. General registration opens on August 22nd, 2023 at 10 a.m. Eastern. Uh, you can also uh, plan to join the Run Disney Springtime Surprise Weekend Fund virtually, whether you're looking for motivation to train for a future Run Disney race or get a taste of the magic wherever you run. Virtual race events are a great way to reward yourself for staying active. You can head over to rundisney.com to learn more about those virtual races. Runners wanting to join this year's event should mark their calendars for the uh, for all of the registration dates and times, all of those are listed on www.nt.com. There are so many levels at this point that we can't even read them on the show anymore. There's just too many. Go read them on the site. This program is brought to you by our official travel agent sponsor, Be Our Guest Vacations. Your dream vacation begins with Be Our Guest Vacations and their concierge team of expert vacation planners. Head on over to BeOurGuestVacations.com slash WDWNT, and their team will design your next magical vacation from the Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resorts to, just like me, the Disney Cruise Line, uh, which I just returned from Alaska, to Adventures by Disney and more. They're also able to book unforgettable VIP tours where you and your group can experience the ultimate park day. And the best part is their services are 100% free to you, so book today. The Haunted Mansion was set to reopen this morning after a brief refurbishment at the Magic Kingdom. However, it failed to open with the park. Cast members are telling guests currently uh, they hope it will reopen later today. But as of recording, we're recording this around 2 p.m. in the afternoon. It's still not open, so we're waiting to see what's happening. The closure was related to the installation of the Hatbox Ghost audio animatronic. It was not expected to be completed today. That's what Disney said, but what Disney says and what Disney does sometimes are two very different things. Work began earlier this month and curtains were hung near the endless hallway scene, which is the future home of the Hatbox Ghost. Of course, this is a controversial location as it appears before Madame Leota's seance when all the spirits uh, begin to materialize after that. But uh, we'll wait and see. Maybe by the time this show is released, it's already open and we've seen what they've done or haven't done. So uh, that's why you got to stay tuned to the website for the latest news. Walt Disney World has announced an opening date for the new Shiki Sai, the sushi izakaya restaurant in the Japan Pavilion at Epcot. The venue will open officially on August 30th, 2023. At this time, a full menu is not available and dates for reservation booking have not been released either. A Florida man was arrested this summer after he was accused of snatching a man's car keys from an unattended stroller at Epcot and then breaking into his car in the theme park parking lot. Ahmed Snina, 24, is charged with grand theft of a motor vehicle with a mask, which is a second-degree felony, according to Orange Circuit Court records. This may not have been an isolated incident either, said authorities. The July 21st incident could be tied to other thefts at Disney's Animal Kingdom and Epcot, the arrest report said, adding the Orange County Sheriff's Office is investigating. Stina's arrest 
uh, unfolded last month when authorities noticed something suspicious on video surveillance. He was seen taking a baby stroller parked at the France Pavilion, an area uh, where the masses often ditch their strollers to go and ride Remy's Ratatouille adventure. Sneena took various items from the stroller to uh, include keys to a gray Kia Sportage, a deputy wrote in the report. I further observed Sneena on surveillance video walking through the Epcot Center parking lot. I love that he called it Epcot Center, where he located the Kia parked in the crush section of the lot. Sneena opened the door of the driver's side, uh, uh, started the engine, and moved the vehicle to a different part of the parking lot. He parked the vehicle in a new spot that was not visible from where it was previously parked and began to rummage through the vehicle. When he was finished, he shut the engine off and left the ignition key on the driver's seat. Sneena was then observed walking through the Epcot parking lot to his vehicle, a gray Volkswagen Jetta. The arrest report doesn't detail what else Nina took from the car and the stroller. Instead of going home, he then went to Disney's Hollywood Studios and attempted to enter the park. That's when authorities caught him to arrest him. At the park's entrance, Disney security stops Nina, and Orange County Sheriff's Office was called to the scene. The man who owned the stroller and the Kia was willing to prosecute and testify against him. Sneena has been ordered to not return to the Walt Disney World Resort as part of conditions of his uh, pretrial release, according to court records. Court records show he is being represented by the Public Defender's Office. This is a great, uh, the moral of the story, ladies and gentlemen, I know sometimes people are from places where theft is not so much a thing that's present, but don't leave things in your stroller that you can't afford to lose. That's the moral of the story. A new treat, the peanut butter whoopie pie, has landed at Sunshine Seasons in Epcot, and we took a trip out to the park to try it. It can be found again in the Land Pavilion of World Nature. The peanut butter whoopie pie is $4.29. It's chocolate brownie sandwich with peanut butter filling, chocolate shavings, whipped cream, and powdered sugar. A new reusable shopping bag has debuted at the Walt Disney World Resort with an updated style that will also be used at Disneyland. We got ours at the World of Disney Store in Disney Springs, though you should be able to find them throughout Walt Disney World eventually. The bag can be found and purchased at the checkout counters, and the bag is $2, at least in this size. The bag itself is blue, and the Walt Disney World side has an illustration of Cinderella Castle with a Mickey head silhouette inside, and Tinkerbell flies above the fireworks burst in the sky around the castle. There's even a hidden Mickey, and the logo for Walt Disney World sits below it. The sides of the bag have the Disney Parks logo printed in white surrounded by sparkles, and the Disneyland side of the bag has the same illustration as the Walt Disney World side, but with Sleeping Beauty Castle and the Disneyland Resort logo. The updated reusable shopping bags now come in only one size for the moment. It's believed other sizes will be available. And of course, discounts are not eligible uh, for the, you're not eligible for discounts on this item. Um, one thing I want to mention quickly, when they started selling the reusable bags a couple years ago, what I thought was great that it was every location in the world was getting their own bags, right? Disneyland Resort had a Disneyland Resort bag, a Disneyland Park bag, a DCA bag. Um, for us, we had, um, you know, Walt Disney World Resort bags. We had one for each theme park. Um, there were a number of bags and even you go to like Disneyland Paris, they have their own bags and Disney Cruise Line and Castaway Key had their own. But now we've, we've seen what the same thing that happened to shopping, the regular shopping bags over the years has now happened to the reusable bags where we have a bag that's for both, right? Um, no variety. We can't even have individual bags for each resort around the world, which is kind of nonsensical. I hope this is temporary. I hope we get back to individual bags. You may remember Walt Disney World did away with their individual bags, of course, because we had the 50th anniversary bags, but they've used that as an excuse to pare down the number of uh, designs in this case, which is not surprising. A new bowl that combines the appearance of a Dole Whip with the traditional Polynesian art is now available at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. The Dole Whip ice cream bowl is $29.99. 
The base of the ceramic bowl is brown and features art that both inspired by Polynesian styles and unique to the resort. Of course, there's Maui, the, who's been the icon of the resort since 1971. He's carved into the bottom. Uh, carvings line the bowls uh, between the line the bowl between the figures as well, and depictions of flowers sit atop the figures and line the rim of the bowl. A removable ceramic representation of Dole Whip sits atop the bowl, allowing you to put real Dole Whip inside if you so choose. Included with the bowl is a spoon, which has a small version of Maui at the top of it. The artist palette at Disney Saratoga Springs Resort and Spa has debuted a new menu as of August 9th. The Artist Palette offers breakfast, lunch, and dinner. New for breakfast, Chef Nick Walker has uh, created an avocado toast dish featuring avocado, cherry tomatoes, radish, pickled onions, arugula, and aioli on a toasted sunflower bread. Also for breakfast is the updated French toast strata, now with creme anglaise. Uh, it's served with fresh berries and guest choice of bacon or sausage. The grab-and-go market selection will have a new charcuterie with Chef's selection of cheeses, cured meats, and traditional accompaniments. And another addition is the turkey BLT served with Chef's house-made pimento cheese. The Beef on Weck is a new meal inspired by the Western New York Classic. It's made of uh, sliced brisket and horseradish cream on a caraway brioche bun served with au jus and Saratoga chips. Another uh, handheld option is the tasty tuna salad sandwich on toasted sunflower bread. The Artist Palette is also home to a pizza hearth uh, with dough prepared in-house. The margarita pizza remains, but has been updated from its previous iteration, now with mozzarella, fresh pizza sauce, and basil pisto on a house-made pizza dough. Dinner time begins at 4 p.m. and will feature three create-your-own entrees, the uh, homestyle meatloaf, sautéed garlic shrimp, and herb-roasted chicken. All of these dishes are served with your choice of two sides. From these options, there's Yukon Gold Mashed Potatoes, Garlic Green Beans, Roasted Rainbow Carrots, Steamed White Rice, or Edamame Succotash. The Saratoga Salad is here to stay. It combines mixed field greens, feta, dried cranberries, apples, spiced walnuts, crispy ciabatta croutons, and lemon poppy seed vinaigrette. And another signature offering is the ham and cheese panini with sliced ham, smoked gouda, Dijon mustard, and quattro formaggi spread. And for dessert, the bakery team has created two new treats. The Derby Day Pie is inspired by traditional sweets from a day at the racetrack and features a pie shell with chocolate nut uh, topped with buttercream and, hor and horseshoe decor. The signature artist palette cookie is a sugar cookie with icing paint and strawberry biscuit stick paintbrush. Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort is currently only allowing two Key to the World cards per reservation, regardless of the number of registered guests in a cabin, due to supply chain issues. A Key to the World card functions as a hotel room key. It could also be park admission, photo pass, and more. And while many guests choose to use a Magic Band, Magic Band Plus, or Magic Mobile, there are still guests who prefer to use a physical card or may need to due to complications with the Walt Disney World mobile app. Of course, said Magic Bands also used to be free for resort guests. They are not anymore, so you would need to pay to get one. It's worth noting that there is an RFID chip shortage worldwide, but it is interesting to note that, that it's affecting supplies of the free Key to the World cards and is not affecting supplies of the Magic Band Plus available on the resort, uh, the shelves at the resort at Walt Disney World. Um, you can buy, there's plenty of those to shop from. The Key to the World cards are not given automatically, but guests can pick one up for free at their hotel front desk or guest relations. Each guest registered to a room is usually entitled to a Key to the World card, just as guests at non-Disney Resort hotels are usually entitled to as many keys as they need for a room, at least one per guest. And as of August 10th, guests are being told they are only allowed two cards per cabin, even though a cabin can accommodate up to six guests. 
You can only get two room keys as of right now. Um, and when we asked about it, they said you could purchase magic bands. So yeah, you could pay to enter your room if you need more than two of them. Uh, so this is weird. I, I understand there's a shortage, but also, um, you know, you're paying over $300 a night at Fort Wilderness and at many Disney resorts for that matter. So for them to limit the number of room keys you can get for a six person room is kind of nuts. And guys, look, if you're short on room keys, you know what you can do. Magic bands work to enter rooms, right? How about you give some guests some magic bands then? instead of just throwing your hands in the air and saying it's the guest's problem to deal with. Um, this, is, this is the overall change we've seen in Disney customer service, right? Where their problems become your problems. Instead of where I think um, where Disney used to excel was if they had a problem, they then went above and beyond to fix it to where not only did you not notice there was a problem, but instead they made sort of extra magic for you, right? And I think the Disney of 10, 15 years ago definitely would have just instead went to the store, took a bunch of magic bands off the shelf and gave those to people instead if they're short on cards or give people the cards until they're out and then move to the magic bands or some other solution. But this is kind of ridiculous, um, you know, to deny people room keys. Again, in a world where the app is reliable, this would be fine, but the app is not. I mean, I... I have never reliably been able to use a magic band nor the app to open my room doors. They don't always work. So either the app needs to work or you need to give people keys. That's, that's all there is to it. In a civil lawsuit reported by the OC Register, an 81-year-old man is seeking restitution for physical wounds, emotional distress, and medical care bills after he allegedly suffered major injury from a Disneyland Resort security dog. The Register offered an overall summary of the situation. Paul Perez of Las Vegas has filed a lawsuit against Walt Disney Parks and Resorts in Orange County Superior Court for damages related to the alleged Disneyland security dog attack on May 10th of this year, of uh, actually last year, according to the court filing. The civil lawsuit filed on August 1st accuses Disneyland and Disney's theme park division of negligence and seeks restitution for physical wound, pain, suffering, emotional distress, and the cost of past and future medical treatment. According to the lawsuit, a handler abruptly had a dog step very close to Perez, who accidentally bumped into the canine. This prompted the dog to bite Perez in the stomach. There is an image of the wound provided by the attorney in the case, specifically to the OC register. Though be advised it is graphic and may be unsettling. Canine units are often out and about, primarily at security screening checkpoints, as an added layer of safety precautions for guests. Of course, generally, they are exceptionally well-trained and cared for at both Disneyland and Walt Disney World. San Diego attorney Ian Panzer, who is representing the plaintiff, said Perez was merely headed to the resort for a day out with his wife, daughter, and two granddaughters when the incident occurred. He's just this older guy on the way to Disneyland with his family to enjoy the day. You can imagine it's pretty traumatic for the guy to have been attacked by a dog. Perez and his attorney are seeking a jury trial determined by proof. Thus far, the Disneyland Resort has declined to comment on the case, uh, while Perez has claimed he wished to avoid legal action over the security dog incident. An attorney, the attorney continued, one of the frustrating things is that we indicated to Disneyland that we have an interest in resolving this case and they didn't extend an offer. They haven't offered him a penny. The latest edition of the Hatbox Ghost Tiki Mug was released at Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar at the Disneyland Hotel this week, though those who wanted to pick up one were met with an exceptionally long wait. The third edition Hatbox Ghost Tiki Mug is $75. The third edition uh, is a bright teal with black glaze, and he grins sinisterly as he uh, holds his empty hat box off to his left, and the inside of the mug is glazed black. Uh, 
The bottom of the mug has the edition number and the Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar logo all in white over a bright blue uh, glaze. Disney Parks Experiences and Products Chairman Josh DeMauro shared a quick video update on social media about the ongoing expansion of the Walt Disney Studios Park at Disneyland Paris while walking on a shallow body of water that will one day be the lake. DeMauro and President of Disneyland Paris Natasha Rafalski were both in the video, which was posted as a reel to DeMauro's Instagram account. In the video, DeMauro runs through some of the things he was able to see during his visit to Disneyland Paris, including the refurbished Disneyland Hotel that's set to open uh, next year and the new Together, a Pixar musical adventure show. Rafalski follows up by sharing that they're both standing in the middle of a future lake, including the expansion for Walt Disney Studios Park. This will be the home of the Lake Promenade, uh, and the world, Arendelle World of Frozen Land construction stands directly behind them. This lake promenade will lead the way to the new land and will uh, contain gardens based on Disney stories. There will also be a table service restaurant that offers views of the lake and the frozen themed land as well. And while plans have changed since the concept art for the lake area was released, it still offers a decent idea of the placement of this art. Thankfully, both tomorrow and Rafalski were wearing rain boots, so don't worry, none of their shoes or pants uh, were damaged in the making of this video. Go ahead and make your walking on water jokes in the comments. Go for it. Meanwhile, Disneyland Paris has released a first look at the new cast member costumes for the reimagined Disneyland Hotel. The sneak peek includes an insight into the design process. These costumes have been brought to life thanks notably to the incredible work of Detel, a lion-based company that specializes in making uh, jacquard fabric, uh, said Disneyland Paris. As part of this royal transformation, they have designed 14 new outfits, including four different types of neck accessories, two hats, and three models of belt pockets. In total, 27,777 costume pieces have been produced. Cast members will wear one of these types of costumes depending on their profession group, allowing guests to easily identify the role they play in creating the magical experience. There's front desk, concierge desk, shops, room service, restaurants, and bars. And I'm sure we'll get to see them all eventually when the hotel opens sometime next year. For the absolute latest on these stories and all that didn't make it into today's show, be sure to check www.nt.com and follow us on social media for more. You can support the entire team behind this show and others by joining the WDWNT Interglobe Society at patreon.com slash WDWNT. Get access to exclusive content, discount show and event tickets, and more. Special shout out to all of our WIGS members watching who make this show happen every week. For the worldwide leader in Disney Parks news, this is Tom Corliss saying, enjoy the rest of your today, and have a great big beautiful tomorrow. WDW News Tonight is our weekly comedy show combining the news of the week, comedy segments, thoughtful discussions, insane characters, parody commercials, games, and more. Watch live on Thursdays at 9 p.m. and become a Wigs member to get access to a bonus post show. Watch WDW News Tonight episodes anytime and live on YouTube or get the audio-only version on iTunes and other podcast services.